Latest on Ukraine, the president of the country has been telling MPs in Italy that the, his country is on the brink of surviving the war with Russia. These are the words of Vladimir Zelensky. He's been addressing the parliament in Rome by video link this morning. That's his latest address to national assemblies right around the world. He also hinted that the Vatican might be able to play a mediating role in ending the conflict. Well, if the Vatican doesn't work, then maybe the world's politicians can try and solve the situation. We're certainly going to get a meeting of them of some significance, both at the G7 meeting and a NATO meeting. That's scheduled for Brussels on Thursday this week, and President Joe Biden of the United States is heading our way for that. Simon Marks is on the line from Washington, D.C. Uh, Mr. Biden not mincing his words in warning what might be to happen in uh, Ukraine in the next day or so. Uh, yes, that's absolutely right, Martin. Uh, as President Biden prepares to make that all-important visit to Europe uh, for the NATO emergency summit uh, and also meetings with European officials later in the week, uh, he addressed the business roundtable here in Washington, D.C. last night, uh, confirmed during those comments that the United States believes that on at least one occasion uh, the Russians have used a hypersonic missile in Ukraine, uh, which he said, was uh, an example of their growing desperation uh, over the fact that Ukraine, three weeks in, uh, now into the fourth full week uh, of the Russian war to topple uh, President Volodymyr Zelensky's government, has already become something of a quagmire. Here is an extract of what the president had to say last night. Putin's back against the wall. He wasn't anticipating the extent or strength of our unity. And the more his back is against the wall the greater the severity of the tactics he may employ. We've seen it before. He's run a lot of false flag operations. Whenever he starts talking about something he thinks NATO, Ukraine, or the United States is about to do it, means he's getting ready to do it. Not a joke. That is a further reference to the fact that the United States continues to worry uh, that President Putin may launch some kind of chemical or biological uh, attack in Ukraine, uh, given that he has, uh, for days and weeks now, claimed falsely, according to the United States, that the United States has biological and chemical weapons capabilities that it has developed in Ukrainian laboratories. The uh, State Department and the Pentagon say that is a false flag operation designed to justify the use of chemical weapons uh, by the Russians in the Ukrainian theater. So they have ongoing concerns about that. But also, the president was saying there last night, ongoing concerns more broadly about how Vladimir Putin is going to react uh, as he finds himself increasingly cornered. Uh, the US insists that everything that it sees on the Ukrainian battlefield suggests that Russian forces are not just bogged down but suffering from an enormous lack of motivation and discipline uh, within the ranks and remember that within the ranks many of those uh, troops that were sent to Ukraine were never actually told they were going there in the first place, told they were participating in exercises. There was a brief moment yesterday when the world got a glimpse of how serious Russia's military losses may have been on the battlefield field, a Russian newspaper published an article uh, that was designed to push back at Ukrainian claims, and, and all of these numbers, of course, are unverified by uh, any independent observers, but Ukrainians had claimed that the Russians had lost 16,000 uh, troops uh, in Ukraine in the, in the battle so far. Uh, this Russian newspaper yesterday uh, cited official government sources and said that actually the number was just below 10,000. Within a 
about an hour or so, that page on the newspaper's website had been scrubbed and removed, although obviously it had been uh, screenshotted and archived by a large number of people, so you can still access it uh, on social media. But to put that number in context, if the Russians are truly saying that they have lost about 9,700 troops in just three weeks in Ukraine, that is 75% of the total number of Russian troops that lost their lives during a decade in Afghanistan, which, as we all know, became a huge Soviet quagmire uh, that led ultimately to the Russians' withdrawal from the country. So that puts into some perspective just how effective this Ukrainian resistance has been. Of course, the Ukrainians have uh, incurred substantial losses on the battlefield as well. But what the United States worries about, and this will be discussed uh, at that NATO summit later this week, is what a cornered Vladimir Putin, whose forces are not doing what he hoped they would do and engage in a lightning takeover of Ukraine, might do in the days and weeks ahead. And, and Simon, of course, the, could, some of those losses for the Russian side um, could be deserters too. I mean, there's one story on one of the Ukraine telegram channels this morning um, suggesting that the uh, sole member of a tank crew handed the tank over and asked for a reward and a safe passage to a home. Now, this could all be just media spin, I suppose, by the Ukrainians who are being quite effective of uh, controlling the narrative here. But I suppose that's another unknowable fact at the moment. What do you think, though, this talk of the worry about chemical weapons, was, I'm sure, is genuine... But I have to ask the question, so what? I mean, the, the West made all sorts of threats to President Assad in Syria, say, you use chemical weapons, uh, you know, dare you use them or else. And when he did, the or else was Zippo. Yeah, well, I mean, that is the uh, that is the huge difficulty hanging over the international community's response, not only to Syria, but also to Ukraine. Would the use of chemical weapons by the Russians in Ukraine be some kind of red line uh, that would incur uh, the wrath of NATO leaders to such a, a degree that they would then go in and do something to neuter Vladimir Putin's forces in Ukraine? Or would the world once again turn a blind eye to them? I mean, we heard yesterday uh, that the Russians uh, have warned the United States through its diplomats in Moscow that they are now considering severing diplomatic relations with the United States over President Biden's comments last week, calling uh, Vladimir Putin a war criminal, calling him a murderous thug. Uh, the Russians uh, indicating that diplomatic ties between Moscow and Washington, D.C. may be reaching their terminus. Um, but, you know, President uh, Biden has engaged and did engage last week in some pretty loose use of language, that claim that Vladimir Putin is a war criminal is not an official U.S. government position because the U.S. government's investigation into war crimes in Ukraine is only just taking place. And this was sort of put into stark contrast only yesterday by Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who went to the Holocaust Memorial Museum here in Washington, D.C., formally to announce that after several years of investigations, the United States has concluded that the violence and repression meted out by the military in Myanmar to the country's uh, Rohingya uh, Muslim minority uh, was a genocide. Well, that's, uh, that was carried out in 2017 and 2018. It's taken the best part of four years for the United States to reach that conclusion. Uh, so, how long would it take for a US investigation formally to brand Vladimir Putin a war criminal? How would the 
United States and NATO react to the use of chemical weapons, given uh, that, as you say, a blind eye was essentially turned uh, to the violent, murderous excesses of Bashar al-Assad, who himself only last week was secure enough in power in Damascus to travel to the UAE for meetings with the Emiratis, a, an event that absolutely shocked uh, observers here in Washington, not least because that's the same uh, UAE that President Biden has been reaching out to in a bid to try and secure alternative oil supplies to those that are furnished to the United States by uh, Russia. So uh, throughout this uh, last month uh, and still today, the red line uh, that Vladimir Putin may or may not cross is very opaque and has not been clearly stated by either the Biden administration or NATO. Simon Marks reporting for us live from Washington, D.C. Thank you very much indeed.